The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to talk about the state of digital marketing and how it might change in 2021. Joining us is Doug Bell, who is the CMO of Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And today, Doug and I are going to talk about the current standings of the digital marketing landscape. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Doug Bell, the CMO of Searchmetrics. Doug, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Good to talk to you again. It's been a while. It's been a wild year as well. First and foremost, how is everything in Oakland, California, or you might call it Piedmont? How is everything in your neck of the woods? It's dandy, Ben. The sun is shining, the heat index is low, and there's great air quality so we can go outside and play. You know, if 2020 has taught me anything, it's that you should appreciate the little things. And here in Northern California, we've been taught to appreciate everything all the way down to, can you walk outside and breathe the air? (laughs) You know, the similar metaphor might be used for digital marketers. Those of us that were not affected from COVID-19 in terms of actually getting sick, we're able to potentially keep our jobs. Maybe our budgets are a little smaller, but We have to appreciate the ability to do our jobs the way that we can and that the digital market wasn't affected as much as, let's say, travel and hospitality and some of the other markets that have been impacted this year. That said, Doug, let's go in the Wayback Machine, you know, before the coronavirus ever happened and think back to January 2020. We're all bright-eyed and optimistic for what this year was going to be like. 
Do you remember what the trends that we were talking about going into 2020 were? And did any of them come true? Oh, gosh, no. So Ben, I think if we look at where we were January, February 2020, the economy was in a kind of an ideal state, if you will. There was a lot of growth. It was the eighth consecutive year of some level of growth in the economy, which is really unusual, right? So I think if anything, people were maybe bracing for a small downturn during the year. But if we looked at marketing budgets overall, they were going to sniff a trillion dollars for the US, right? The plan spent, according to Forrester, was around $800 billion in 2020, right? Compared to 2019, it's about a 30% increase. So that's what we were looking at, right? Yeah. And if I look at the industry overall, you know, it was one of how are we as digital marketers proving value, proving ROI as we go, as opposed to the entire world is about to end. What is our marketing mix going to look like in crisis, really? So it was it was a lot of the same, right? It was like, how do we improve efficiency? How is our marketing mix going to get better? Am I spending too much? Am I getting the right return? And then the bottom dropped out. Yeah, I remember you know doing podcasts at the beginning of this year and talking about what marketing mixes would look like and how you know we were arming for more consumer packaged goods to flood some of the PPC channels and expecting that, you know, our, our media prices would go up, right? The PNGs of the world were going to be on Facebook and driving all of the media costs up. And so digital was getting more expensive and that was going to force marketers into other channels if they had lower budgets or needed to be scrappy. And so we're looking at things like organic growth and influencer marketing channels, content as well were things that smart marketers were gearing up for. Obviously, the world was turned on its head when the economy sort of stalled in March related to the coronavirus. And we've seen a little rebound since then. Talk to me about what you think happened from the outbreak of the coronavirus to where we are today. Yeah, great question, Ben. So the primary thing I would look at, because there is a real trickle-down effect, is how did big brands, how do the big brands that we count on, right, from a media standpoint and from an industry standpoint, how did they react? And they reacted by cutting spending quite a bit, right? Depending on who you rely on, IDC, Gardner, Forrester, whatever, about 80% of large advertisers cut their budgets, Mm -hmm. right? And so that tends to have this trickle-down effect. So the first things that are getting slammed are offline media, if you will, traditional media is getting hammered. I think if there's any inelasticity in the marketplace, we're lucky in digital marketing in the sense that, you know, there's this kind of countervailing forces going on. You've got this economy in free fall, consumer confidence is dropping. And then you've got offline media or traditional media really taking the brunt of it. People aren't in their cars. They're not listening to their radio, right? People aren't traveling. They're not looking at the advertising in the airport. All that stuff is gone. But at the same time, when people are retreating out of traditional media, they're going to online media. But is that shift enough to counterbalance the fact that 80% of advertisers are cutting budgets? The answer is no. Yeah, well, you know, I I think of two things kind of happening in parallel. One, hey, all the marketing budgets got pulled. And that was kind of a knee-jerk reaction to people being conservative with uncertainty in the marketplace. And I think that that's rebounded. I think that most people have picked up their spending in their online advertising, maybe not back to 100%, but spending for the most part has rebounded with some exceptions. It's very industry specific. You're still not seeing travel, hospitality, in-person events, like all the media budget that was in those industries 
that's still sitting on the sidelines, right? That's the cash that they're using to stay afloat until the world goes back to normal. So I do think that we saw this sort of knee-jerk decrease in media, mostly digital media. And I think that that's rebounded. And what I think that did was it made it a great time to be a direct response advertiser using PPC because the competition has been relatively low. But I think that's starting to rebound at this point. Am I thinking about it the right way? Do you agree, disagree? Uh, Cash, I, I don't agree then. I mean, I would agree in this sense. I think that you're right to say that certain industries are recovering quicker than others. But marketing as a whole tends to lag the economy by three, four, five, sometimes six months, right? And the first thing that tends to get cut are marketing budgets. That's the very first thing that's cut. And I'd say, yes, we're seeing little sprinklings of digital media improving. But you know, again, it depends on who you look at. The most aggressive or the most optimistic view on the decline in digital spending was 20%. And that was when we thought COVID would be not cured, but we'd be returning to normal by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. That's probably something closer to 40% drop, which is huge. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, we're still seeing decreases across the board in media spending, not to the drastic levels like what we saw when the coronavirus first came onto the scene. So talk to me about some of the non-PPC channels. The reaction for most marketers was to cut their media budget. So what did people do in the outbreak of the coronavirus? And what does marketing look like today that's different than, you know, in March? So, you know, I have to kind of throw in how, how it looks from the CMO standpoint, right? Rather than a recession that was kind of creeping up on the horizon, this happened all at once. And so what tends to happen is you've got organizations that cut marketing budgets first. And so you've also got the revenue curve declining. So CMOs are in the spot and they're thinking, okay, great. What can I cut immediately to deal with the crisis? And the first thing they're going to cut is advertising, right? And we talked about 80% of large advertisers made cuts. Then what they're trying to do is conserve resources internally, right? So you know, although we've heard about a lot of layoffs, what they're going to do next is they're going to go to the agencies, which they've done, right? And so... What we're seeing is we're seeing about a 10 to 20% decline in business for agencies because people are looking to try and protect their staffs, if you will. So we're seeing a mixed shift 
change in terms of who are our marketing operators, right? Agencies tend to be expensive. People are trying to hold on to their in-house staff. Talk to me about some of the platforms that you've seen be impacted. Facebook, Amazon, you know, there's programmatic advertising, obviously search metrics and a host of other SEO platforms. You know, are there winners or losers that you've seen come out of this change? Has anybody grabbed market share or lost? I think people are still searching for their marketing mixes, honestly, Ben. I think that at least what we're seeing overall is that let's put ourselves in this data analytics category, if you will. So SEO and SEO providers. And we've seen the best way to describe it is some stability there. And I think part of that is just a factor of there's less elasticity in the market for CMOs because we tend to have these annual or more multi-year contracts, right? So they haven't been slashing the data and analytics budget. And if anything, we're seeing they're investing more in two areas that I think are really interesting. One is they're recognizing the value of content because its ROIs tend to be higher. And therefore, they also are tending to stay away from cutting SEO budgets. And I would just reflect that in terms of what we're seeing in our own revenues. We're not seeing these giant declines we're seeing elsewhere in the industry. And that's one thing. The second thing we're seeing is that people are actually investing in automation, if that makes sense. So when these things happen, when these shocks happen, you tend to look for efficiencies. So you're going to go to automation tools. I would bet whoever owns Marketo these days is that Adobe who owns Marketo these days? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I have a feeling they, they were... We should know this, right? We should know this, right? I would actually argue that they're probably seeing an increase in spending, if you will. The other thing I'd say, and this is, again, this is anecdotal. This is me talking to my fellow marketing leaders. But the thing we see as well is that we're doing the same thing, Ben. We're looking at how do we do more with what we have currently? And one of the things that they're looking at is how are we more efficient from an organizational standpoint? So for search metrics, we're moving to become an agile marketing organization. And I'm seeing a lot of that kind of talking to fellow CMOs and fellow VPs. Their budgets aren't getting any bigger, right? And if anything, they're being asked to shrink their staffs. And by the way, the revenue expectations are the same. And how do you deal with that? Well, you're going to go, and this is what happens every cycle, down cycle. You're going to invest in automation and you're going to invest in efficiency. Right. Understanding who you're targeting, understanding how to get them through your funnel seems to be at a premium right now because you can't just throw cash at the problem to try to fill the top of your pipeline. By the way, Adobe confirmed that it was buying Marketo for $4.75 billion in September of 2018. So you you were right. It was Adobe. So Doug, as we sit here today thinking about what the marketing landscape looks like and how it's changed, it feels like it was frothy at the end of 2019 that you know everyone was flush with cash. The economy was going well. We're heavily reliant on PPC. We saw a sharp break in that spending trend. And now as the economy hopefully begins to bounce back, we're still seeing that focus on efficiency, marketing automation, conversion rate optimization. Have you seen a focus on content, content marketing, Obviously, you still need to be able to get that top of funnel interaction to drive customers to be able to use your marketing automation, to be able to focus on conversion rate optimization. How are people getting the top of their funnels filled today? They're heavily focused on site performance, which is not a shock, right? But there's a lot to be gained by ensuring that your site's performing well, that it's responsive. You know, (laughs) all the things that we kind of bang on about on the show, Ben, that's one thing that we're seeing quite a bit. We're also seeing companies focus heavily on the existing content, right? So the cost of content has gone down, 
quite a bit, right? So it's not like the incremental cost of content is so onerous. It's just that the budgets are so much lower. So what we're seeing is a lot of companies very interested in strategic services from us to kind of help identify that content, but also any type of tools or data we have to help them identify and optimize content. It's what we're tending to see now, whether that's true across the rest of the industry, I'm not certain. We're going to do a little Tyson Stocktoning here, and I'm going to ask you for some winners and losers. Where we stand at this point of the year, before we start talking about what the future is going to be like, who do you think was the winner and who was the loser in terms of the marketing landscape so far in 2020? Winner, marketing automation. Loser, agencies. I hate to say it. Yeah, I think you know if I had to say winners, you're looking at e-commerce brands because they've still been able to spend efficiently. And I think that we've seen in specific industries, there's been a lot more e-commerce transaction. I think that when we look at, you know, just at the top, Amazon has done significantly well. Shopify has done well. So I think that the marketing tools that serve those businesses and the providers are doing well. I do think that for me, the losers, you got to go industry specific, right? People that are working in marketing for industries that just don't exist right now, like, you know, in-person events. Then travel, travel. I mean, it's, you know... Travel, like, (laughs) what do you do? There's no no marketing for travel. Like, I guess you can a little, but like, oh man, that's just a a bloodbath. And, And to me, that's our biggest loser so far for 2020 in terms of general marketing landscape and... The real loser is, you know, we've all sort of lost something having to deal with the changes in our lifestyle related to the outbreak of the coronavirus. Well, Ben, I know we're going to talk tomorrow kind of about the macro trends and how it's going to impact 2021. But it was a Winston Churchill who said, never waste a good crisis, right? I thought it was Dick Cheney, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that then and there's tons of capable, smart CMOs out there, right? But they're doing a lot of things that I would say would lead to much more efficiency in marketing later on, right? So I would say that there's definitely an increased investment in content and SEO because at the end of the day, it's something that exists that's tangible that you can improve and doesn't require as much discrete budget as paid requires. The other thing is, I think they're looking hard at efficiency. I know I certainly am. How can I do more with less? So who are the winners? CMOs in 2022, Ben, those are the winners. Yeah, you know, and all of us for making it through the year. And that's that's really my answer. Exactly. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Market Advocate, or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. 
That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 